Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're listening to Sci-Fi Wire from the Con, recorded live from the Sci-Fi Wire stage at Emerald City Comic Con 2019. at home. My God, we have Critical Role in the house. We have so much to talk about. You guys, last I checked, the number was at seven and almost a half a million dollars. Sure. Why not? What? I don't know. Exactly. What? I'm I'm freaking out because, you know, sci-fi lets me interview you guys every year, and this year I am making, I'm crying already. I get to see my friends succeed at something that they are just, have been doing for the longest time, and it's, I'm so proud of you guys. I love you so much. Yes. Okay, so we will, we will talk about the Kickstarter. We will talk about all of that, but first, you guys are continuing your comic this summer, and it's gonna be in stores. My God, y'all, go to your local comic book shop. You guys are picking up the story. Tell me all about that. Yeah, we're, uh, the, our first run with uh, our comic series, the Vox Machina Origins, was kind of a test. We're like, uh, maybe, maybe people wanna see this, I guess. And uh, Dark Horse was nice enough to be like, all right, cool, we'll, we'll try a digital platform and see if there's interest. Well, uh, yeah, there was. Uh, <laughs> uh, apparently it broke m a lot of their records for digital sales, and so this time around, we're definitely wanting to go full, proper, physical comic release route. Um, it, we're super excited to get this next chapter in there, then I'm totally distracted by the amazing Pumats over here on the front. Yes! And just and properly representing what it means to be a good shopkeeper. Well done. That just, uh, really impressive, universally. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm super excited about the comic. We have a returning artist, Olivia Sampson, who is a critter artist we pulled from the community, and she, she, even she's brought her game up even further for this one. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, we've got oh. uh, M. Sassy K doing uh, color for the comic. We have uh, Ariana Mayer doing the letters. We and have- writing it. Writing it is. Uh, friend of the show, <laughs> longtime friend of ours, Jody Hauser, one of the most talented yes! writers in comics. Jody! Uh, yes, Jody! She's knocking it out of the park, so super stoked about that. I am so excited. So where are you guys going from now with this comic? Can you tease a little bit about what the storyline is gonna be like? So yeah, so th since the Vox Machina Origins is telling this, the story of our pre-stream game, we pick up uh, in an arc where essentially Grog, it was, it was the, our second session and Travis couldn't make it. <laughs> yeah, he's out of town. So I had to find a way to get Grog out of, this, out of the narrative. And so as part of the story, uh, without saying too much, Grog ends up leaving strangely and suddenly and the party tries to hunt down where he may have gone and you know, dark machinations and shenanigans ensue. And then we, as part of the story, we also get to introduce Pike 
poop uh, on your part. <laughs> uh, and Percival. We miss you, Ashley. Yep, and they, so they get to meet the rest of the Vox Machina and gather them, and so, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. So that is so cool because you were taking these canonical characters that you guys created and doing, are these canon in what's going on with you guys in the game? How does that work? Yeah, it's, it's all canon. It's all, it's all part of the origin story that leads to when we begin streaming, so. You're gonna yeah. see what we did around uh, card tables in an apartment yeah. years before the show started. Yeah. That's pretty fun. That is like With like Dagon poo on our shoulder, because, <laughs> yeah. She's an angry bird. So you guys, last year when we spoke, you guys had just sort of started Kerbal Studios. You guys are, whatever con that was at, I, it's very hard to keep track of them. Um, and you guys have sort of dove into creating all kinds of other content. I love pub draw. I love handbooker helper. All of these are so great. And so I guess my question is, um, what direction as a whole, as a studio, do you guys see yourself going in? Because you already have a show that <laughs> does really well, I think you could say. So what's the plan with everything else? Oh, man, the problem is that we have too many ideas. <laughs> and we're trying to not overload ourselves now. Um, I mean, a lot of the next year and a half is gonna be the animated series, of course. So okay. that's gonna be fun. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, there's, there will be a lot more coming. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot. We really need to find a way to pumat ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it, one thing we're definitely learning is there's only so much content you could make and still have it be as good a quality as you want it to be. So it's definitely making sure we don't just do more, but do things that we're interested and inspired to do. And, and excited do a, about. And do a lesser amount of them really well, as opposed to a whole bunch of them in a scattershot format. And Marisha's the, uh, the creative director head of our entire awesome studios channel Marisha! content. So. <laughs> she's, she's the one who's making all these amazing shows come together, and yeah, she's awesome. I'm proud of her. Well, we certainly know what it's like to live in uh, an economy with creatives who are pressured to churn stuff out. And so it, it's so, I'm so delighted to hear that you guys want to take your time to create the badass, incredible stuff that you guys make and just take your time and just do it because, I mean, we're with you. We, we have such like an amazing team. Like that cannot be understated enough, like, or, or cannot be overstated. I'm sorry, we have such an amazing crew. Um, yeah, <laughs> they're all right. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, we, we couldn't do it without the team that we have behind us as well. Amazing. Well, I can't wait to see more. And I have tried to talk about everything else and dance around it. But you guys, this Kickstarter, we got to talk about it. I mean, I mean, I mean. Uh, first, first reactions when you guys set this uh, $750,000 goal and then immediately surpassed it. What it, reactions? <laughs> oh my gods. Yeah, I think most of us were trying to get ready that morning and we were like, oh, we'll open the computer and, you know, just have it. Oh, what, 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 what? Yeah, it, it kind of blew us away. I mean, we, we planned this uh, Kickstarter several months in advance. We took our time. We, we thought we had a good idea of what we were able to achieve, and you guys were just like, Pfft. 
first few hours, y'all are dumb. We're like, yes, we're dumb. We underestimated you. We're sorry. Uh, and so we're, we've, we've been so blown away continually. We're, we're, we've just finished the second week of this thing. Um, there's 30 plus more days to go. We're, we're just south of our, as Whitney said, our seven and a half million dollar stretch goal, which is going to get us to eight total episodes of Animation 2 for the original stories. Six, six of the Briarwood arc. Yes. Yeah, we're really, really excited. Yeah, and and the uh, the outpouring of support has been amazing, obviously. But but it also just means that we get to make more episodes and tell more of the story. So um, so so every every dollar that we get in just goes to more animation, and and maybe we'll even get to make more than eight episodes. I don't know. Whatever it is, we're so excited to do it. We've got a great team. We've got Jennifer Murrow is writing with us. We've got Titmouse Animation uh, yeah. doing doing the drawings. We've got us doing voices. We've got other people coming in to do voices, celebrity cameos. It's going to be great. It's going to be nuts. Yeah. Yes. Now, you guys are all in the voice acting industry, and you know a great amount about animation. And I think people would be really surprised to see $7 million, $7.5 million feels like a lot of money. But in reality, walk us through what that pays for in the animation process, because I think people will be surprised to hear how far that money goes. Yeah, it pays for quite a lot. So the $750,000 goal that we set was like the modest goal that we could do knowing that we were going to put some of our own money on, on top of it, right, to make the animation as, as poppy and snazzy as we could. Mm -hmm. um, it was blown away super fast. And so everything that goes into it just goes into animation, storyboards, background artists, music, composers, line Recordings. Yeah, there's gonna I be mean, there's gonna be a, a, a giant crew of you know like 60 to 80 people working on this for a year and a half, mm -hmm. and we have to pay all of them, and we have to <laughs> uh, do all kinds of cool special effects. There's magic in this show, so we need cool special effects and graphics, and Scanlan has to sing, someone has to write those songs. Yeah, we're bringing on some of the most talented people you could possibly imagine. Every time we see little bits of their work, we're blown away, and it's just so inspiring to see where this is gonna go. And, yeah. and Word. And then, and of course, there's Taliesin's trailer. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Double wide. Very big. He has a lot of soul phylacteries we have to make room for, so. I will say it's been really cool as this has gone forward to find out how many critters there are at Titmouse and other elements of this project. There's, there's a lot of love going into this from the development and the art side that even they weren't expecting to be on this project until it was brought to their attention. It's so. like Fight Club, dude. They're everywhere. We are Legion. <laughs> <laughs> you are Legion. <laughs> Tell me about this theme song, because when I was watching the Kickstarter video, I was like, this is so metal. Yes, I love this so much. Walk me through that. Oh, that's our, that's our new Campaign 2 theme song that we kind of Woo! adapted for the animated series yeah. as well. Uh, special note, our own Laura Bailey and, and oh. Ashley Johnson. Uh, are the singers of the song, and they, uh, she and Ashley did such a great job. Harmonies by Sam Regal. And, uh, and, and you can even hear and, Travis in there going, yeah. roll. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we wrote this song uh, for the new campaign and for, uh, for the animated series, and uh, we're so happy that you guys like it. Oh, and let's just talk about Sam Regal for a second. This guy can churn out music like nobody's business. Yes, he can. Yes. After the after the D and D Beyond spot, I literally wrote him and I was like, "Hey, do you have another song in the wheelhouse?" And I think it was that night he sent me an acapella version with the whole thing to my phone. Oh, we have to release that acapella version yes. at some point. We will. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
It should, I mean, it should not be possible. It should not be possible for somebody to come up with something that good that quickly, but you did oh, Don't poke me in the booby. <laughs> hey, Talison. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. What's up? Sup. <laughs> good. This is how we see each other now. Hi. Look at what we get to do. Yeah. It's pretty cool, guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we have... Something a little special for you guys, but before we get into it, um, who has consistently the best and the worst roles? Oh. My people, my people. <laughs> Talison has some pretty good certainly, roles. Certainly season yeah. one, I think I was very much on top. Uh, it's been a little the, rough lately. And then you gave away the golden snitch. I did. Yeah, the dice Can't are have a crutch, angry man. that you betrayed them. That's why they've been punishing you this. Campaign. I didn't need them. I, I, was, I went on for a solo act, man. I don't need them. You know who the best, <laughs> the best is right now is Matt Mercer. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. has been destroying us with his dice rolls. Or apparently Liam, but only when he's charmed. <laughs> I'll take half credit. Uh, <laughs> well, should we tell them? Yeah. Do it. Secret. Matt, you want to take it? Yeah, we got we, we provide ourselves uh, some uh, an, an early an early scene, kind of a little snippet uh, from a quick little ditty about the legend of Vox Machina. Uh, since we do not have our fantastic Ashley Johnson here with us, however, the role of Pike needs to be filled. Whitney, would you be interested in reading for our gnome cleric? Are you serious right now? Sure, yeah. Those are big shoes to fill, dude. Well, you got <laughs> well, there's five seconds to get in. Just sound like an right. angel and you'll be right. Yeah. Okay! <laughs> so, so, guys, this is that we're doing a staged reading of a scene that's still in progress. You'll have to use your imaginations to to visualize what's going on here, but to help, Matt's gonna be reading the stage direction for the whole thing. <laughs> All right, everyone ready? Do it. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Exterior, Rocky Mountain Top, day. <laughs> we open on a massive hill giant atop a craggy mountain, roaring to the heavens. <laughs> he hoists a huge boulder and tosses it at seven freaked out faces. Grog, Pike, Keyleth, Vex, Vax, Percy, Scanlan. The mighty members of Vox Machina barely duck as the boulder blasts past them. Enraged, the giant pulls a tree out of the mountain, holding it like a baseball bat. But before he can swing, a dagger flies into the giant's right eye. He staggers, grunts. <laughs> then an arrow also jams into his right eye. Angle on Vax and Vex. What are you doing? I told you left eye. I thought you meant you were aiming left. No, I always go right. Since when? Since the womb. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't mean to be an arsehole, but shut your identical mouths and move. Percy shoves them aside and fires his gun. The bullets explode a rock the giant was just about to throw. Actually, I did mean to be an arsehole. How'd I do? On a scale of one to Scanlan, that was a solid six. Mm. Now, can someone remind me why I'm risking my gorgeous face fighting this overgrown idiot? Uh, cause it's fun? Yes, Pike. buddy, but also because it has that. We zoom in on a glowing relic hanging from the giant's belt. <gasps> the relic of Lamorat. He was this amazing druid, one of my ancestors, actually. Uh, great uncle, maybe? Or was it great, great uncle twice removed? Anyway, he infused the statue with, like, magical 
essence. And Yawn, now it... darling, let's wrap uh, it up so we can cut to the celebratory round of drinks. A glass of bubbly does sound lovely, mm. but don't we have to deal with him first? The giant is already rushing them. It raises its club, aiming straight at Pike. She backs up, but stumbles on a rock. Just before the giant makes contact with her head, thunk! A meaty hand comes in, stopping the club cold. Ugh, sorry, ugly. <laughs> Angle on Krog, rage burning in his eyes. Nobody bashes in my best friend's head in but me. After a beat, Pike looks to Grog. Um, Grog? No, that, no, that didn't come out right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> Grog flexes, pushing the hill giant backwards with its own club. The giant's feet dig into the dirt, losing ground until it stomps ferociously, causing a shockwave so intense it cracks the mountaintop. Box Machina, losing their footing, slide down the mountain. <laughs> A precarious cliff form, sending Pike and Keyleth falling over the edge. Ah! Keyleth, thinking fast, sends out a magical vine to catch herself in Pike. Pike! Pike, grab on! Just not around my neck, okay? Wow. Seriously? Too soon? As yeah. Pike is hoisted up, Keyleth gets serious and looks to the giant. You're going down like feathers. <laughs> Because, you, you know, like, I'm about to be shaped into a bird, and it, it's, like a, it's like a pun, and it, um, never mind. I'm just, I'm going to do the Keyleth polymorphs into a giant eagle and streaks towards the giant. He ducks out of the way, but Eagle Kiki manages to drop a healthy load of bird poop on his head. Disgusting! Well, I mean, she didn't do it on purpose. Does that make it better or worse? In the distance, we hear... <laughs> My bad! Yep, that's way worse. Scanlan pushes his way past the team. All right, time for the real show to begin. Me, 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 me. Nulls and trolls, nulls and trolls. Hey, giant, suck on my... But the giant giant smashes Scanlan to his knees. <laughs> then punches him twice in the ear. <laughs> Scanlan is almost unconscious, but then a burst of blue energy from Pike's holy symbol wraps around his body and restores him. <sighs> Thanks, babe. You're welcome, but I'm not your babe. Mm, not yet, you're not. Ew. <laughs> Feeling stronger, Scanlan resumes his stance in the boulder. Ah, all right. Hey, giant! Your mama's so dumb, she makes Grog look smart! <laughs> Scanlan bows, but there's no reaction. The giant is nowhere to be seen. Guys, I think I insulted him to death. Scanlan looks up just in time to see uh, a boulder uh, crash down on his head, crushing his body to a pulp. Scanlan is dead. Well, not that smart. Scanlan, no! Percy's eyes flash as he aims his pepper box and runs at the giant beast, blasting away. Ah! Bang, bang, bit click, 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 out of bullets. Percy stops. Well, shit. This can't end well. The giant grabs Percy by the head and spins him around like a rag doll. The G-force is so strong, Percy's head separates from his body and lands next to Vax. <laughs> Percy, no! Horrified, Vex knocks an arrow. Bastard! And fires, but the giant deflects it and ricochets off his forearm and strikes Pike in the right eye. <gasps> the sheer momentum knocks Pike off the cliffside. <laughs> Moments later, we hear a big splat. <gasps> Pike, dead. <laughs> Vax runs over to the edge. Pike, no! Eagle Kiki swoops in for one final, one final attack. Fury in her avian eyes. She lets out a mighty... But the giant swats her away. She impacts hard against the rocks, breaking her neck. With a squeak, she slides down the wall, dead. Keyleth, no! <laughs> Don't worry, Kiki. Pike can heal you. Wait, Pike? Pike? <laughs> Grog, confused and scared, dives off the cliff to save Pike. <laughs> As he falls. Oh, okay, this is way higher than I thought. 
I may have made a mistake. Wow, this is a really long drop. You know, it seems like I should have landed by now. When is this gonna end? Grog, dead. Grog, no! Livid, Vex rises for another volley. You've made me miss you, you giant dick. Taste my blazing bowstring. Vex fires a flaming arrow at his chest, but it ricochets off again. What the hell are you made of? The flaming arrow bounces back towards her, but lodges into a tree behind her. Woo. Ha! Missed me. Angle on. We see that the very tip of Vex's blue feather is singed, and with one ember, it instantly catches Vex's <gasps> whole body on fire. <laughs> How the hell am I this flammable? She's burned to a crisp. <laughs> Dead. Sister! No! Vax stares at the behemoth. He steals himself, grips his dagger, steadies his hands. The giant takes one mighty step towards Vax when his foot lands on the dead eagle body of Keyleth. The giant slips on her like a banana peel, falling ass over tea kettle into a sharp rock, which impales him through the chest. The hill giant is dead. The half-elf stops. He looks around and surveys the dead bodies of his fallen comrades. Vaxeldon is the only one left alive. After a silent beat. My gods. Well, this is a refreshing change of pace. <laughs> and scene. And scene. <laughs> it's a great job, Whitney, by the way. Good job, Whitney. Yes. Thanks yes. to, thanks to Jen, so Jen Murrow for writing. Obviously, we're going to probably change the part where we all die in the first episode. Yeah, it's up for review. It's, we're we're still it. working it's, on yeah, it. This may have been an earlier <laughs> silly draft. We're workshopping it. So was yeah. canon, this canon. for the special? Was it designed to be self-contained? This, this was, was for the... here. <laughs> this was just to mess with you guys. <laughs> I, am, I am floored right now. This is, and I absolutely am going to need you guys to sign this for me because I'm taking this home and I don't care what you say. You guys, I, this made me so, so, so excited to see what you guys do. And it made me curious, too, to know um, how are you guys attacking writing a story where usually things just happen and you, you cope with it. How are you guys tackling this in a more traditional sense of storytelling? So much therapy. Things keep <laughs> happening and we keep coping with it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah and we're going to just use the best writers in the world to, to help craft the story. We, we have uh, two episodes that are going to launch the animated series that are a, a brand new original adventure for Vox Machina to go on. And then we're going to launch into some of the classic stories from our first campaign, starting with the Briarwood arc. Yes. Um, which, so uh, this, the story has been told, and we're going to be adapting it into the animated series and maybe exploring parts of the story that we that we glossed over in the, in the first campaign or, uh, or compressing. It's, it's kind of be like Game of Thrones, where they take the books and turn them into a TV show, and it's like a little different, but still sort of the same essence. Yeah. Um, and we're going to try, try to highlight all of the great the great beats and moments from that first. Yeah, we're going to put everything mark. up on a whiteboard and go, oh, no, not all of this could make it. But we're going to do our damnedest to get it all in there. <laughs> <laughs> that must be emotional, revisiting these characters that you left from campaign one. Has, has that started yet? What has that been like? Are you kind of scared to do it? Oh, it's, it's so emotional. We just had our live show back in January in yeah. Los Angeles where we did the search for Grog, and it was the first time we pulled these characters back out of the vault, if you will. And, yeah, it was... There were, there were some tears. There was laughter. There was crying. But every time we just 
heard someone's voice for the first time. It was like revisiting an old friend. It was, it was great. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to get to be, you know, twins again. And it's crazy to have a second husband again. I'm just, Aww. like, so excited about everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like... You guys, I now like I'm obviously now that our time is almost up. I'm thinking of like so many more questions, but I have to know. Um, you guys have turned this from a fun show that you guys, well, from a, a hobby to something that was fun that you guys did to now your absolute livelihoods. This is something you guys are running a company. What is your workday like? <laughs> it's uh, it's jam-packed. I mean, we, we all have voiceover careers that we're still trying to juggle along with the expanding, you know, business of Critical Role. Um, and it's a, it's a fantastic challenge to try and undertake. We've, we've been able to d divide and conquer fairly well, but uh, it's a crazy, crazy thing. It re it's really something special. We never expected any of this, and our no. entire business model has been, oh, God, we have to catch up. <laughs> like, it's, it, it's been just things happening whether or not we were ready for them, and then trying to do our best to catch, catch it and do it justice. So uh, now, now we have a handful of really, really good people helping us do that, and people that are really good at their job that can handle a lot of the things that still, that allow us to not stress out so much that this still isn't the thing that we enjoy together every week on Thursday and uh, expand from there. I am so glad that you said that because I think what is clear from all of these people who love you and support you and as your friend, it's so, I'm gonna cry again, it's fine, I've, I've acknowledged, it's fine. I cry um, on the internet all the time, you're fine. It is, it's so cool to see people who are so passionate about what they do, put their entire lives into it, love each other, love what they're doing and succeeding at it. And that is something that is a dream for, I can, all of us, I can, I can say, right? It, yeah. It, it feels, it does, it feels like a dream come true because it, it's been, it's been fun playing with these guys and, and hanging out with my best friends. But now we all get to go to work together, and, and working with your best friends is actually kind of great. <laughs> and the, the rest of the staff that works with us and supports us, they feel like family too. And it's, it's. It's kind of magical. The, the office doesn't feel like an office. It's like, it's like a weird playground, and yeah. it's just it it's so fun. I mean, it could be, like, it, it could have been scary going into business with all of your very best it friends. It was scary originally. Yeah, we right? were all like, oh, yeah. God, oh God, this can go gonna, very bad. It, but it has, it's like, we love each other so much, and, and every day there's, everybody just fits with each other so well, and we know who to go to for certain advice on certain things, and it, we just... We're just family. I don't and, know. <laughs> and running the this company now is just one more adventure on top of the other adventures. Yeah. yeah. You guys it, stop. I need to. <laughs> <laughs> it really does feel like, you know, we have this adventuring party in our fictional lives, but it feels like it's kind of translated to our real lives as well. And it's just, we're just adventuring party through life. Oh, that's yeah. so cute. I love that so much. Um, we need guys... another cleric. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. 
She's coming somebody, back from New York soon. Just somebody we'll have her back sleep. soon. Yeah. Do you guys, now as friends who are doing this, and your attitude is, is so clear that you guys care about each other and have each other's backs, when things get stressful and, and tense and, you know, things are you're on a deadline or you're traveling a ton, do you guys have ways to check in with each other that tell, like, I need a minute? Like, how does that work? We, we, we have a text thread that we all daily check in with each other. A years-long text thread. Yeah. Mm -hmm. with so sh sharing silly art and memes and tearing each other down when we're, you know, being silly. <laughs> and, uh, but, but building each other up. Building each other up. But, but, but often we'll, we'll have meetings at our studio where we all just, this, you know, the seven of us, eight of us get in a room and, uh, and just check in. And if there's a miscommunication, we work it out. If there's any tension, we discuss it, and then we all get to a point of understanding. It's one thing we're very clear about in this is the friendship comes first, the business comes second, and we've, we we really truly believe that that's what will lead to continuing success. And you guys, you guys help us stay focused and grounded as well. Like most of our text thread is is showing pictures of cosplay, uh, fan art, uh, and and we're sharing that with each other because it still excites us so much. So thank you guys for for reminding us why we do this all the time too. You guys rule my life every single day. I love you so much. I wish that you could roll for my life and make me make decisions, because that would be, I mean, it would be fun. Um, you guys, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We love you. Yes, thank, thank you, you for all. being here. Thank you, guys, thank, sincerely. Thank these guys. All right, you guys, do not go anywhere. We have so, so, so much cool stuff for you. If you are watching at home, keep tuning in for more amazing stuff like this. Are you kidding me? Keep watching Sci-Fi, and we will see you soon. <laughs>